0: And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? that's what I do I drink and I know things don't know much about history don't know much biology
1: don't know much about a science book don't know much
0: about the French tell broadcasting from the live network studios in west atlantic city new jersey it's the quizzo trivia podcast with your hosts nick and drew to participate tweet us at quizzo podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. that's q u i z z o now let's get to the show look me over and i guess you thought i was all right all right like in the tributes from 19- going back to the original Fending tribute of going back to our original intro, which of course starts with the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Trebek. I don't think we could do this show without first paying homage to Mr. Alex Trebek, but welcome to episode 186 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Nick.
1: Thank you, and uh, a somber week for all of those uh, trivia fans out there who have had so much joy brought to them by uh, that man, none other. The great one.
0: I don't know what to say about it other than he was a legend among legends, you know. Just no one did his job better than he did his job in the history of humanity, and I don't think anybody ever will, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of, a lot of guys are saying, oh, well, a lot of good, great quarterbacks, a lot of... There is no comparable person to Alex Trebek when it came to game show hosting. He is the best game show host ever by a wide mile. Um, it's just really an amazing yeah, personality. Yeah, the goat the goat he's the goat so rest in peace the goat uh let's start uh in episode 186 nick in the general knowledge round as we pay homage to mr Trebek through the love of trivia the love and joy that is brought to us each and every week by trivia uh which hopefully you're still playing at bars but we'll be doing more online versions of it because society demands that of us right now but what do you have for me to start off today's episode
1: who did Alex Trebek trade places with on April 1st, 1997? Who did Trebek? Pat Sajak.
0: Yes, Pat Sajak. that was the crossover. April Fools, the April Fools yeah.
1: crossover where he, he and Vanna the old-
0: did, uh, and they ho- and he hosted Jeopardy, right? Yep. That's absolutely. Fit. What a great sense of humor! I love it.
1: Like yeah, the, not much of an easier shift from going to hosting Jeopardy, though, than to uh, Sajak's <laughs> job of standing here. Can you here turn around
0: an R? How many R's are there? <laughs> it's it's really ridiculous that those two follow the each only... other. This is the most inte- intellectual show of all time followed by literally just like a, like, like, like a poor man's crossword puzzle on a screen.
1: The only time Sajak ever uh, really gets anything fun to do is when somebody reads the clue incorrectly. Do you ever catch one of those where it looks like they have the whole clue solved on the board, but they somehow mispronounce it? Have you ever been there for one of those? It's the best. That's the best. That's when Sajak really gets to, uh, you know, come out and shine.
0: Yeah, and sometimes I'll give you that condescending reread of it, you know? Anyway, all right, let's uh, Let's let's give you this one. Um, I do remember that, though. Um, that was when I watched Jeopardy almost every night as a kid. Uh, that's 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock hour, Jeopardy, Wheel, and Fortune on Channel 7 growing up.
1: Yeah, I used to time the treadmill, so when I was uh, on the treadmill, I would have Jeopardy on. To get me I was like 14,
0: minutes. dude. I didn't do a treadmill. Um, all right, so this is current events one, and then I have another one for you to end the round. What Philadelphia company recently began selling T-shirts that read Make America Rake Again after a high-profile political appearance?
1: Oh, boy. Make America Rake Again?
0: Rake Again. That's correct.
1: R-A-K-E. Yes. What company... After a high-profile...
0: Political, political appearance. Board. What? Philadelphia Company. This is something, if you haven't heard about it, you're going to be there forever. We might as well just get to the story.
1: Okay. I, you know, I've been really trying to rid myself of politics the last...
0: So on election day, election. Trump made an appearance with Mike Pence at a Philadelphia business. Okay. okay. And they made right. the appearance in front of the Four Seasons Total oh. Landscaping company
1: i was oh right, right. i was gonna say four. i was gonna say this yeah I, I i did see this i was gonna say four seasons right
0: so trump thought they were going to the four seasons hotel right were, it's in a strip mall next to a porn shop nick they were literally I, I I the, the next store is got dildos advertised in the windows
1: i mean how did they not like i i don't what were they and they still did the appearance
0: yes in, like, this yeah. industrial wasteland, Mad Max-looking, you know, right across from Cheerleaders' section of Philly. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I did see I And did these see
0: guys that. are blowing up because, you know, how great how is that? How are you
1: allow, I, I, just, I can't believe you're allowed to na- name yourself Four Seasons like that. Why? But
0: It's a landscaping well, because, company. They mean, like, the Four Seasons.
1: Right, so can we just name our... Uh, Yeah, I guess you can name your Four Seasons
0: Total Landscaping is is its own thing. It's like if we were Four Seasons Hotel Absecan, we'd be sued till our pants came off because that's the same business. But if we were Four Seasons Consulting Company. Yeah, Princeton Longevity Center. You know what I mean? Uh, Wharton Consulting Company. None of those are affiliated with the schools. Really? Yeah.
1: That's surprising.
0: They're named after a town. What
1: about the Princeton Review?
0: No. No affiliation at all.
1: Okay. The headquarters well, is, is the in Princeton, That is the name of the town. I guess, well, four seasons. Yeah. There was a band. That's so true. Yeah,
0: that's true. All right. Uh, you got anything else for me? I, I got uh, one more for you. It's a good one.
1: Yeah, let, let's. Uh,
0: I can actually, if we want to move on, I can move this one to geography history and ask it then. I, th- I think I'll do that. Let's move on to sports.
1: Okay. You want me to go?
0: Yes, please. Yes, please. All right.
1: I have a true or false sports question for you. Okay. Is this true or false? Alex Trebek was turned down as the host of Hockey Night in Canada in 1971 because of his mustache. Is that true or false? They turned Where down would you come
0: Alex up with that play. if that wasn't true? I, I have <laughs> so, to say true. Yes, true. <laughs> that hippie.
1: That is one hundred percent true. Of course. That was Alex's job. He was the front runner, and the producer put somebody else in specifically stating he didn't want the hockey night in Canada host to have a mustache.
0: Today is no-shave November, or this month is no-shave November, so grow your mustache out for charity or something like that.
1: Could you imagine the world's loss if he became a hockey commentator instead of a game show host? Like Don
0: Cherry? Uh, Yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, Sad, crazy sad.
1: We owe a lot to that mustache.
0: We do. Good for you, mustache, coming through. Um, Nick, who is the fastest quarterback to 100 touchdowns in NFL history?
1: Well... It was a bad week for uh, Mr. Dan Marino <laughs> because it used to be Dan Marino.:
0: It used to be.
1: And he also Dan Marino had like the highest winning percentage uh, to start a career. Somehow, Lamar Jackson passed him on that too this week. So uh, but Patrick Mahomes with 100.
0: ding ding. ding 100, ding ding
1: uh, career touchdown passes. It's going to be great when he starts breaking. Like Hall of Famers, guys that are already in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Cause it's coming like in, in, in two seasons. So you're gonna be like, yep. "Wait, he passed Troy Aikman for his career." <laughs> yep. <laughs> in four seasons. Speaking of four
0: seasons. Do do tr- do, pretty, do, 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 do 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 do. That's what I was going for. Um, what do you got for me? Sports. Sports. Sports.
1: All right, can you name the first Cincinnati Reds pitcher to win the Cy Young Award? Who was the first Cincinnati Reds pitcher Tom to Seaver? the Cy Young Award?
0: Tom Seaver. That is
1: not correct?
0: Then no, <laughs> I cannot.
1: <laughs> it just happened yesterday, Drew. What? The first time in history a Cincinnati Reds pitcher, Trevor... Bauer, the first Cincinnati Red to win a Cy Young. That's How amazing. unbelievable is that?
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: It's
0: amazing. What a great question. Um, I mean, they've only
1: been around since the very first professional baseball game.
0: I have two more good sports questions. I got to get both out because they're just too good to not ask. So I'll ask you this one, Nick. What quarterback holds first place, second place, fourth place, and seventh place on the all-time season completion rate?
1: Uh sounds to me like Drew
0: Brees. Yes. Do yeah. so you know he's on pace to now become third place holder too, sandwiched in between first, second, third and fourth first, second and fourth.
1: I mean nobody can go three yards downfield like Drew Brees.
0: Seventy four point five percent every time, baby. <laughs> it's amazing though. The guy's got four of the top ten places among all QBs all time. Four of them are his seasons. Is that insane? Including one, two and four. It's tremendous yep um,
1: all right I got a uh, I got a uh, quarterback question for you 50 50 50 who has appeared in more league championship games mm. the great Andrew luck <laughs> or Mark Sanchez
0: it's already a funny question Mark Sanchez baby
1: Mark Sanchez, baby.
0: Come on. Back to back. It's more than he ever did. Luck. Bad How luck. How funny is that? Yeah, Sanchez is second in playoff road wins ever.
1: Is he second to Aaron Rodgers?
0: I don't know who he's second to, but he's second to somebody. He was first for a while, but somebody took him down. Could have been Rodgers. Flacco
1: was pretty good on the road. Flacco was pretty good on the road. Yeah,
0: Sanchez too. had those two years where they were – road dogs the whole way through, and he, you know, he had one year where I think he knocked off, like, Brady and Manning in back-to-back weeks, and then finally lost to Roethlisberger. Yeah, he he lost to Big Ben. He ended up
1: losing to Big Ben that And
0: should have won that game. They just started off slow. So, all right, that's a great one. Let let me get you this last one, because I just want to get it, and then we'll move to geography history. Um, Nick, 10 points each, final one of the round. Give me either of the two NFL running backs who have Played the most games in NFL history.
1: Sorry, I need that again.
0: Name either of the two NFL running backs who have played the most games in NFL history.
1: Okay. Is it have to be running back? It's running backs though only. Yes, only running backs. Games, just the most games as a running back. Correct. Right. So it's gotta be. It's got to be Frank Gore.
0: He's number two.
1: There's a guy that's played more games than Frank Gore, huh?
0: That is correct. Soon soon he will not. That's why the question is relevant.
1: Oh, he's about to pass? About to
0: be passed by Frank Gore.
1: (laughs) Is it somebody from, like, prehistoric football? No. No.
0: I'll just say this. He was a... He was not a feature guy offensively, but he did play the running back position.
1: Sorry, can you give me that clue one more time?
0: He was not a halfback. He was a running back, but he was not a halfback.
1: Like, um, is his name Moose or something like that?
0: <laughs> like Moose Johnston?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Like a fullback?
0: Yeah, yeah, he is a fullback. You got it. It wasn't Moose Johnston, although he did play for seemingly ever. As far as I know, Moose Johnston might still be playing. He might be on <laughs> San Francisco. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he like changed his name. And moved a <laughs> right, different, name, different guy, like, Is the guy still Kyle
0: playing? Kyle I don't know. Who's that? Is that Moose Johnston?
1: Uh, yeah, that? I have no idea.
0: Lorenzo Neal.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean. You know, I, I just would. I know the name Lorenzo Neal, but I would have had uh, no idea that that was his. Uh, that that was you know that he played for for so long. Yeah, he is. But I certainly believe it because
0: yeah, he has the most seasons of anybody. A lot of them leading Danian Tomlinson. Uh, he he was the fullback for Danian Tomlinson during all those glory years.
1: I was trying to look up the most pl- uh, road playoff wins. It does belong to Joe Flacco. Well, there you go. Seven.
0: So it's an all-Jets affair. Yeah, I think had uh, Sanchez seven, which had six. Eli,
1: actually, e- Eli won six. That's whose record Flacco broke. Because remember, Eli won six in only two postseasons. Because he had to go 3-0, and 3-0 on the road twice to win his Super Bowls.
0: Interesting, interesting. And
1: Flacco got his seventh back in 2013.
0: All right, what do you got in geography history for me? Let's move out of sports.
1: All right. In what Canadian province was Alex Trebek born? Ontario. You got it.
0: He's from Sudbury. He's from uh, – No he, sweat off your back on that well, one. S- Sudbury oh. is the the city right north of the end of the Heronia region, and we're talking to the Sudbury Football Club uh, about 1812. So I actually just had a conversation about this.
1: There you go.
0: Uh, I know like, you love anything Canada. I can bring you <laughs> nothing yeah. like personal experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's funny. Like um, you know, Barry's only an hour north of Toronto, but Sudbury's two and a half hours north of Barry. So that's like a good four hours north of Toronto. Boy, so, so he
1: t- was up from it was from up there, man. Wow. Oh yeah,
0: that? absolutely. Yeah, it's it. And back then, it was like there was nothing up there. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing up there.
1: If you told me there was nothing up there now, I would believe.
0: There's you. nothing up there now. Sudbury has nothing up there now. It's a wonderful place and great community, so but they're, they have not been hit with the boom yet. Let's just put it that way.
1: There's not a lot of pictures. Not a lot of pictures coming from there.
0: All right, Nick. Multiple choice for you. You ready? Yep. Montana, California, New York, Massachusetts. The oldest Chinese restaurant still operating in the United States can be found in what state?
1: Well, if you asked me this without choices and you just asked me the question, I would have guessed San Francisco because I would have believed that, you know, the first Chinese restaurant would be from San Francisco because for some reason I think they have the oldest Chinatown. But that would have been my guess, so I would have said California. But because you gave me the choices, I want to say it's Montana. Why, did you, why would
0: you say that because of the choices? I'm curious.
1: Because, say the choices again of California, New York, Montana, and what was the fourth point? Massachusetts. And Massachusetts. Because it's just so unlikely. Like, why would Montana have a Chinese If you told me Butte, right now. Montana. There's not a. Seat.
0: 1911. <laughs> yeah,
1: like,
0: <if> <laughs> the oldest right Chinese now, restaurant in the United States is in Butte, Montana. You nailed you should that. Name,
1: if you said name the U.S. state. That doesn't have one single Chinese restaurant in it. <laughs> My first guess,
0: Montana, would be Montana. No, they do have one. They have the oldest one. Isn't that amazing? So how about it? Isn't that amazing? If I asked that they as should? a true/false, would you have said it, Nick? True or false? The oldest operating restaurant in the United Chinese restaurant is Montana.
1: Where are you at with Chinese food?
0: I don't remember the last time I had it.
1: Yeah, like. Like, when somebody's like, ah, it's really good Chinese food, I I usually think to myself, like, is there there anything that's more consistently just the same as Chinese food, like, from whatever Chinese food place you go to?
0: What defines really good Chinese food?
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like, it's like, ah, it's great pizza. There is a level. There is a ceiling. there There is so many different things. But when it comes to Chinese food, it's like, is it hot? (laughs)
0: that's right is Is, it cold
1: is the the rice all stuck together in a clump shaped like the box it came in you know
0: or is it fluffy um all right so let's uh let's give me a a geography history back give me my last one then we'll move on to entertainment
1: maybe only u.s president born in new jersey there's only been one u.s president born in new jersey What
0: do you got? Was Grover Cleveland born in Jersey?
1: You got it, Grover Cleveland.
0: Yeah, Visited Caldwell. His house as a kid. Caldwell. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because the because the old thing used to be there's all these presidents born in Ohio and Cleveland was not one of them. <laughs> he was born yep. in New Jersey. That's that was like a funny a funny fact. But no, I think I've been to his house too. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah, Jersey, it's like a it's tourist show. I Grover lived Cleveland's in Caldwell, house. man. I grew up there, so literally lived in the same yeah. town as the guy.
1: I don't remember anything about it. It's not like it was a memorable thing. I just do remember going to. I Grover can't
0: imagine Cleveland. it was a lovely life.
1: I think the best thing about Grover Cleveland is Grover Cleveland Alexander was was named after him. The Paul pitcher. Spain pitcher. Yeah.
0: Everybody loves Grover Cleveland. Either Alexander. that, or he
1: served two non-consecutive terms. He's got that.
0: He's got that. It's true. The only guy. There's only one guy that didn't get renominated. <laughs> Pierce only one guy that served two non-consecutive terms. All right, this is a totally opposite type of question. What TV reporter uh, was kicked out of Iraq by the U.S. military in 2003 for reporting sensitive locations? So happy Veterans Day to our troops, uh, except this guy who put them in danger.
1: All right, sorry, need it one more time.
0: What TV reporter was kicked out of Iraq in 2003 for disclosing sensitive locations of the U.S. military?
1: I think I know this. Sounds very familiar. Was it Anderson Cooper? No. Oh, I thought he got himself into some trouble when he was a, a reporter. Um, it's not the uh, guy that said that he he was on a helicopter that got shot at, is it?
0: No. Brian... Brian, Brian what's his name got the daughter Williams for Brian Williams Brian
1: Williams that's it yeah couldn't think of his name couldn't think of his name because after that story they put him on like some cable network and I haven't heard from him since but
0: uh he's still doing things
1: except for that scene his daughter was in in girls do you, you know what I'm talking about do you remember that I do you watch that show didn't I did like, imagine you're Brian Williams and you've got to suffer through that scene
0: no uh,
1: right right uh, My okay. Daughter's
0: Art. Oh, boy. <laughs> right.
1: My Daughter's Art. Oh, uh, boy. Really, is there like two things you can think of of that show, Girls? Like, or Just is it that. Just, that's the, oh, <laughs> just that, right? That's it's, the one. It's the first and only thing you think about from that TV series. Okay.
0: Yep. Uh, I,
1: you know, I, I just don't know the answer to this. So Wolf Blitzer.
0: Nope, it was Geraldo Rivera.
1: Oh, Geraldo with his mouth.
0: I know. Come on, Geraldo. Give away the U.S. positions.
1: Kurt Vonnegut's son in law. (laughs) (laughs) What a life. Geraldo Rivera.
0: All right. uh, What do you got for me? Either geography, history, or entertainment, whatever you want to do.
1: I'm moving to entertainment. Move. In what century? Did Alex Trebek shave his mustache? What century? Did Alex Trebek shave his mustache? Twenty-first. You got it. Two thousand one.
0: Yep, right after. Because you wouldn't be asking that if it was in the twentieth.
1: No, I just—it was right on the border, so I figured it was a good. It was a good
0: one. Yeah, I think it's a great one. The world
1: stood still as we saw Trebek's entire face in 2001.
0: Yeah, man. All right. Let's see what I got in the entertainment world for you. Just one, then you can finish us out with one. Nick, who was the host of the television show Music Hop in 1963? Dick Clark? Oh, I can't believe you fell into the trap of today of all days. He asked me 12 questions in a row. I should have said, I should have said, who was in 1963, who was the host of the Canadian version of American Bandstand, Music Hop? You
1: you know, man, honestly, 1963, I I wouldn't even have guessed that he was hosting television shows back in 1963.
0: You're damn right. 1960s American Bandstand in Canada they watched Music Hop, the program that gave Trebek his big break. He got a nod to host the show in 1963 and helped introduce Canada's youth to the radical pop and music of the day. It wouldn't take long so before Trebek learned a old, hard huh? lesson. Show business uh, is a fickle mistress.
1: 23 years old. Jeez. not that awesome? It? Hmm.
0: Music Hop, the Canadian American Bandstand hosted by Alex Trebek. I can't believe I got you on an Alex Trebek question after you've asked me Alex Trebek questions every question, and you're like Dick Clark. But I didn't throw the Canada in there because that would have been the dead giveaway if I had said Canadian for dead. dead Would have been over.
1: Giveaway, but yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, was I? I don't even associate Alex Trebek before 1980 to anything, let alone 1963.
0: No, that's. Uh, that... I thought
1: I was digging as deep as I could for the 1971 hockey night in America stuff.
0: Yeah, you know what? You're you're absolutely right. So, all right. Um, let's see what do, what do you have for me in entertainment? And then we'll call it. a I got show. a 20
1: pointer. If you could name the three contestants on uh, Jeopardy's the greatest of all time. Two for ten, all three for twenty.
0: Three contestants on Jeopardy's greatest of all time. So Rudder, Brad, Brad Rudder, uh, Ken Jennings, And Jamie Boy, and uh, was was the was this new dude there? Yeah, um,
1: he's the guy for the twenty points.
0: I can't remember the guy his... who
1: just abused Rudder the whole the
0: whole time. I, I loved it. I loved it. I love that he's a heckler. Is is his name? Um, is it James, Jeopardy James?
1: Jeopardy James,
0: like Ratzenberger? No. <laughs> What's his last <laughs> name? I don't remember his last name. Holzha. Holzhauer. That's right. I was close. I was very close. <laughs> it was that was close. basically the same thing. It was close. Jeopardy James Holzhauer. All right. Well, I guess uh, Nick. In honor of, do you have anything that you can give in honor of Alex Trebek from a song standpoint that you think is worth it, other than? The Greg Kinband's band's song "Jeopardy," our love's in jeopardy. Baby. Oh, doesn't
1: I thought doesn't um. Does a weird Al do one? Weird Al, yeah. Weird Al does a Jeopardy song. All
0: right, so that's what we're gonna leave you with, folks. Weird Al Yankovic's "I Lost on Jeopardy." R.I.P. Alex Trebek, you are our hero. Quiz Trivia Podcast out.
1: The first inductee into the National Trivia Hall of Fame.
0: So far, the only one.
1: The first and only inductee into the National Trivia Hall of Fame. <laughs> the great one. I was there
0: to match my intellect. This has been the Quizzo Trivia
1: Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. right, out, You lost. And let me tell you what you didn't win. A 20-volume set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of kernel wax, and a year's supply of rice a the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people. And you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. Yo!